Welcome back to the Off the Bench Podcast. This is a little different episode. We're going to start putting these out, bo- little bonus episodes. If you didn't already know, we are uh, now podcast, also turned radio show. And uh, we're going to start releasing some of these radio shows on the podcast feed. So that's what we have here. And, uh, you know, it's it basically just wanted to let you guys know what's going on here. It, the audio is going to sound a little different, right? We're doing these episodes live in a restaurant. And first of all, it's a lot of fun. So you got to get down to the restaurant at the Fieldhouse. But yep. two to four Saturdays. Yeah, we're down there every Saturday, two to four. And, uh, you know, the audio is a little different, right? There's people in the restaurant. There's there's might be some back slight background music going on. Um, and then we're games on get games on. It's it's a fun environment. Right. So and we're cutting in out of commercials. So the conversation may feel a little different, maybe a little less fluid. Um, but that's what we have here. So these are going to be bonus episodes uh, coming out midweek or towards the you know, we'll always put our regular episode out on Tuesday, and then uh, these other episodes will come out as bonuses. So that's what we have here. Hope you enjoy it, and, uh, you know, let us know on, on Twitter what you think. So here we go. Off the bench, this is the, the radio version. Great conversations. The NBA draft was a couple months ago, and as soon as it ended, I was like, finally, it's Jalen season. You know, March Madness, you have men's and women's tournaments, chaotic craziness. Fresno State had that big win against Missouri. Anytime you can get those type of wins, it's great for the program. Down 20 points to come back and win that game. Great guests. Featuring Mr. Bernard Berry. The local legend, Mr. Craig Campbell over at Clovis West. Off the bench starts now. Hey, welcome back to 1430 Fresno. We are uh, off the bench, your favorite ra- podcast turn radio show, Jason. I think we got a, uh, I think we got a fun show lined up for today. Yeah, uh, this morning, wasn't quite sure. Yeah, we had, we had a little panic moment yes, this morning. a little panic moment. Uh, my buddy Jervis Cole, had he was going to be our, Jervis Cole and some of the Edison Tigers were going to come on today, but Jervis had some things that came up, and so... We uh, had to pivot. Yeah, we pivoted a little bit. You know, we always got people in mind. Yes, and the one thing is we're connected, and so we have uh, some got uh, John Pemberthy with us today. You know, we figured we had to bring him on. There's, there's nobody, especially on the podcast. We've kind of made fun of this guy a little bit. We've poked fun a little bit. He, his name comes up a lot, and uh, just because he's a good friend, we love this dude, and we had to finally get him in. If it wasn't for him, this wouldn't even be possible it's true we kind of you know he we met through him we kind of met through john he was the uh the guy that kind of he set is, this all yeah, up he's the reason we're even here today it's true we even have the podcast it is all thanks to john pember yeah you guys used to you guys used to coach together yes so yeah we're gonna we're gonna fun one together and then we have uh we have four central uh defensive players coming in you know the central grizzlies coming off a nice win last night they uh they they knocked off clovis high yes kind of like somebody i know predicted Yes, Jason's been uh, Jason's been predicting big things for the Central I've Grizzlies. I've not been on that Clovis High bandwagon, <laughs> yeah. but I have some inside information with Central football because yeah. of my brother-in-law. And yeah, I know they are uh, motivated this year. It's true. Yeah, they uh, they got beat last year, and I don't think they want it to happen again. Yeah, so it was, it was a different year last year with COVID and everything. They're coming off a big night last night and looking forward to a big week this week. Yes. So yeah, we got a couple of a uh, couple of the CG football players coming in today, 
And, uh, you know, that'll be a little bit later. But, yep. you know, first of all, there was a lot of football games this week. There was. You know, they uh, had some big wins. Um, we had some bad air this week, but we somehow some, bad air. some of these games got postponed. They started later, had some late-night games last night, but did they got see, them in. Uh, Fresno High, McLean game, 20-18, to 18, Fresno High. Close, close one, yeah, Very close, close one. one. What was not close? Buchanan Clovis West. That game was not close. No, no, that one no. Uh, was kind of dominant in favor of Buchanan. Yes, but game. yeah, lots of lots of big scores here. Another blowout was a forty-two-seven Memorial over Madera. Yeah, and then Clovis North over Clovis East. Yeah, I have to give a shout out. Uh, yeah, so that was a great one. My man Tanner Sneed over at North called a great offense against our other buddy Brandon Nagel, who's D coordinator. I've been hyping up Nagel, <laughs> and so they actually on my group my group chat yeah. together, and so they were talking back and forth. So it was. <laughs> Good, good times, good stuff. Um, Unfortunately, that's two in a row for East. they got to bounce back now. Yeah, they, they will. I feel like they will. Um, das Powell staying undefeated. DP with another win. You, uh, all, all these teams you're connected to, man, they're just doing well. I wish my basketball programs that I was coaching were doing that well. <laughs> that's my predictions. Yeah, um, the DP, was, DP had a nice one there. Uh, CVC 24, Dinuba 21. Ooh. Getting it done out there in Visalia. So. And then uh, – you had Lamore, 21, Redwood, 14. That's another good game over there in the South Valley. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of good football games. A lot of good good football games. A lot of good battles. Um, saw Bakersfield Christian bounce back out of win against Independence last night. So, um, good stuff, man. It's all about good stuff. And, you know, those high school kids, it's it's tough, too, because, you, you know, like you talked about the bad air quality, you don't really know yeah. if you're going to play. And, I, you know, I'm – Work at the elementary level in Clovis Fire. We canceled, you know, back-to-back weeks. They've canceled the games. And so, like you said, Buchanan or games that got postponed, moved back. Buchanan moved their game back last night. Yeah, I think they, I don't think they started till like, 8 o'clock yeah. at night. So, yeah. In fact, we got John Penberthy on today. And uh, Fresno Christian football yeah. was supposed to play tonight. Against a Coast team, right? And that game got canceled. Yeah, against uh, Orcutt Academy. Okay. And uh, that one got canceled already today. So, I like to say John was so excited to do, to do the radio show with us that he just canceled the game, but uh, I don't think that's true. He, uh, he uh, I don't think that's true. He, uh, you know, the air quality was actually really, really bad this afternoon. So, yeah. really, like worse than I've seen it in weeks, actually. So, also, I thought was pretty cool is I know you're a Braves fan. We clinched. You clinched, but you guys uh, had a little local. Oh connection. yeah, yeah, Dinuba Dylan Lee got to make his major league debut. Former Bulldog. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. So that's ex- fun and exciting. Just yeah, to see they, no, no they, local kid. they brought him up. He got the call up about a week ago, actually, when we were in uh, when the Braves were in Arizona. Didn't get he didn't appear in a game. Okay. So they sent him back down, and then when they clinched, they're obviously trying to set up the rotation for the playoffs yep. and get some more guys. So there were some extra innings to throw, and they called him back up, and he uh, he had a nice debut. First batter okay. got a. Got a ground ball double play and then nice. struck out the guy for the next batter for the third out. So, yeah, yeah nice debut. Congrats to Dinuba kid Dylan Lee. Yeah, good for Former him. Bulldog. Yeah, more Bulldogs in the big leagues, man. That's a, There's a lot of them up there. And then right baseball is finishing up. Giants are just one win away from clinching. Yeah, and Dodgers lost from clinching. And they're but, winning right now. Yeah, so against the Padres. So if they get this win, they'll clinch. Uh, it's crazy. I was looking at a stat of talking about how – how just the Dodgers and Giants since like the break have had the two best records, uh-huh. but they haven't made the Dodgers haven't made any uh, advancement. Yeah, the, because both teams are winning. On they the just both game. keep winning. It's crazy. Yeah. So, well, I'm honestly, if I'm a Dodgers fan and we're sitting next to one, 
I'm a little worried about the things right now because if that they're going to likely be that one game playoff yeah. with the wild, the in the wild card against the the Cardinals who are red hot right yeah. now. Cardinals won 17 in a row yeah. before they clinched. And I don't want to bring up anybody's injury last night either, but uh, it's uh, might be an end of an era in Dodger Stadium. Yeah, man, it's uh, I'm a little worried if I'm a Dodger fan, but I'm not a Dodger fan, so I'm okay right now. Dodgers aren't worried. <laughs> Trey Turner's been red hot right now for them. I can't stand that dude. He, uh, I mean, I love him, but he's just he came from the East before they traded yeah, him. So we had Max to pl- or Mad Max. we had to play him all the time. And Trey Turner just man, he he scares me as an opposing fan. Yeah. But yeah, so you know we got we got some fun stuff today. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm excited about this show. Uh, I tell you what, man, these weeks are these weeks are long. I, I'm getting more and more excited about this radio show every single Saturday, and uh, it's a lot of fun to do. So. You know, it's going to be a good one today, and uh, we're going we're gonna to cut to a commercial break, and when we get back, we're going to chat with, uh, i got a few things on, our mind, on my mind that I want to chat with Mr. John Penberthy about, so we're going to get to that. You're just here in a couple minutes, and uh, yeah, the, you're listening to Off the Bench right here on 1430, Fresno Sports Leader. Great conversations, great guests. Off the Bench starts now. All right, welcome back off the bench. We are uh, we're having fun down here at Fieldhouse Restaurant, man. It's uh, every Saturday. It's the place to be. Two to four. We're gonna be here every single Saturday. You know, as we like to say, this is the place. You got you got a football game you want to watch, baseball game, whatever. Oh, you're there's doing. a football game I want to watch at three. <laughs> Better believe that. Who's uh, who's Kentucky playing today? They play Florida this week. Oh, okay, that's a big game in the swamp. No, they come to uh, <laughs> okay. Kroger Field at three o'clock. Uh, it's on ESPN. Kentucky's undefeated. Florida has one loss. I was actually hoping Georgia would lose today. Didn't happen. Because Kentucky would have been in first place in the SEC East. And I'm telling you right now, if Kentucky football ever makes it to the SEC championship, (laughs) I'm going. (laughs) I will be there. Well, I'm waiting. I'm waiting around tonight for that that 8 o'clock kick. Oh, the Hawaii? Fresno State at Hawaii. I won't be – I won't be here at Fieldhouse Ford, unfortunately. But I'm going to be watching that one. So, it's, uh, you know, a lot of good games right now. But I've been keeping my eye on this – Notre Dame game. I don't normally root for Notre Dame, but I am rooting for them to beat Cincinnati because it, it would it would help Fresno State in the long run. Assuming Fresno State were to win out the rest of the year, uh, they need to find a way to get ahead of Cincinnati in the rankings to be that top-ranked group of five team. Okay. I got you. I got so, you. Cincinnati's good. They are good. They're and they good. Were, I, last I saw, they were beating Notre Dame. Yeah. So. By, by any chance, anybody see the uh, Lane Kiffin? Mic drop? No, I didn't, but uh, I'm excited to hear I'm about tell it you right now. If you haven't watched Lane Kiffin, look up Lane Kiffin before the game. His little mic drop. Talked about getting the popcorn ready. Well, they're down 28 nothing at halftime against Alabama. <laughs> My popcorn got burnt. That's awesome. Well, man, we got a special guest today, and uh, when I say special, I really mean special. He's a in lots of ways. He's a good dude. We're a good friend of ours. He's actually played a role in getting this show started, as we mentioned before. But uh, we got the athletic director from Fresno Christian High School, Mr. John Penberthy, joining us today. John, how you doing? Doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Easily one of the top five basketball players in the Penberthy family. Easily very one true. Of the top very five. true. I'd take credit for that. <laughs> Easily go top five. Hey. Maybe even top four. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice list to be on, though, when you got, when you got an NBA resume yes. in the family. We didn't say which number he was. We no. just said... No, no, you don't need to. You don't need to go there. I, I, mean, I will we, say, like you said, you got an NBA resume, yeah. an All-American. There may be an NBA resume. There may be an All-American all on there. 
None of them played in a state game except for me. There you go. There you go. None of them played in a Valley Championship game except for me. So I'll, I'll take credit where I can. And you've played, in, you've played in those games, and now you've coached in those games as well. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to get into that a little bit. But, uh, you know, all you, I know is you also you won one as a player and a coach. <laughs> I won one as a coach, and I lost one as a player. I did not win one as a player. Were you on the Charlie Rodriguez one? That team? Was that I was a JV call-up. Do I count that? You count that. Yeah, we count we that. Count we count that. That's, that. that's the one I was talking about. Okay. Well, yeah, my that's... senior year, I lost one. Yeah, I oh, lost my senior year, too, okay. but we don't want to bring that up. No, we won't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was going to say one one as a player because yep. that year, that sophomore year, uh-huh. you guys won one. JV call-up. Yep. Doesn't matter. We're talking about Hoover High School, by yes. the way. Hoover. But, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I was planted firmly next to Tim Emmonson the whole game in that one. <laughs> and just thinking, dang, Chris Hernandez is big for point guard. Yes. And Charlie Rodriguez had like five kids at that time, I think it was. So I'm like, holy smokes, I don't even have to shave. I love how the Charlie, uh, the Charlie rumors just keep growing and growing and growing. He's the reason why I just decided to spot up and shoot threes. <laughs> He's oh. the reason why I decided to sit next to Tim the whole time. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, like – all seriousness, John is kind of the reason, you know, he's the reason I went to Fresno Christian to coach with in the first place. Had no intentions of coaching. Uh, John and I both go to the well. Yeah. And John's like, hey, would you like to coach? And I kind of said, oh, it's, you know, it's tough. I'm an you know, elementary teacher at the time. I don't uh-huh. really have afternoons. Uh, right after, I got to coach my elementary team. And John's like, oh, we, we practice from 5, 5.30? We he start did, then? He so I was like, oh, okay. He didn't, by the way. He just changed that to get you in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the sales pitch worked. It yeah. did. Got me some nice uh, Fresno Christian gear. Yep. Yeah, I also <laughs> I also had to brag them and wheel and deal them to get them here. I said, just don't go to away games either. <laughs> yes. I was like, just stay away from the away games. Just come to home games and go to playoffs. And yeah. uh, I was able to sneak him in the, the budget a little bit and <laughs> thank him for his time and contributions. Hey, it, it, it obviously worked out because you guys you guys walked away from that, that season with a ring. So We did. That um, – there was a lot of times in that season where Jason and I and my brother Aaron were coaching. We'd look at each other and go, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, what are we in for right now? And uh, at the end, it all worked out. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't think I've laughed so much on a bench with my coaching staff before. So that was, that was a treat yes. for me. There was uh, definitely a bond between that coaching staff, too, because still to this day, we'll be recording. Blanc, and it's just like you go back in time two years. So Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it really was a great coaching staff, and, and you guys would all agree. You guys are all have, have been head coaches. You're only as good as the people you're coaching with. Yeah. yeah, And you could have a great head coach, and if he doesn't have the assistance to come along and sometimes put the arm around the shoulder of the, the players or to kind of point things out to him, they're going to lose games they shouldn't have lost. So I, I had a great staff, and not just with Jason and Aaron, but like I said, Nick LeBlanc got brought up and, and Breed Love and those guys too. So Good old Ty. That's yep. right. Now real quick. We talked about you walked away with a ring that year. That yeah. game at Selen Arena was one of the all-timers as far as, you know, Valley Championships go. Double overtime uh-huh. against a very good Fowler team. Yep. And, uh, you know, it comes down to a, a, an out-of-bounds play under the basket. Uh-huh. Just absolutely wild. Who made that play call? Who called John, that? John been working on that play for four years. All right. All right. <laughs> full, full story here. We're watching the NCAA tournament. I think it's Florida State Duke. Okay. If I remember right, they run this play and the guy misses the layup, smokes the layup. Duke, it was Zion Duke Williamson. Ends, it was Zion yes. and RJ and yeah. Duke ends up winning by one or something like that. I get a text message from my assistant Nick LeBlanc and goes, "We got to keep that in our back pocket." 
Okay, so, so he's a young, this is a young Nick, Nick LeBlanc at the this time. This is a 20, 21-year-old assistant coach watching games thinking, hey, we could run that. And I go, okay, I hit, I hit save in the, the Twitter feed. I, I pocket it. And we started running it over the summertime. You were thinking Bryson, right? We're going to run that yes. for Bryson. <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> considering he was one for 30 that game, we were yeah. going to run it to him. And uh, we started working it on over the summertime. We went down to San Diego State for some tournaments, stayed in the dorms down there, and uh, could not get it. Could not get it. We tried running it. Literally, the playoff game against Parlier, we tried running it, and Kaufman threw the ball away. And we get to that point in the game, and I'm like, all right, we've been, we've been holding on to this for so stinking long. It's, it's time to do it. So it worked out. It made me look really good, but I'll give credit to Nick for finding that one and sending it to me. Yeah, it worked out nice. Out of bounds play, just kind of throw up the lob to a to a six foot five, six foot six Carson Selzler, yeah. and uh, and he didn't miss. No, nope. got the and one. Got, got the, the and one. one. Yeah, it helps when you have uh, Tyus standing on the block. Yeah, and uh, a kid like Orion sprinting out to a corner, yep. and Bryson going to another corner. It spread spread the defense enough, and watching the film, they literally put two on Tyus, so it left Karsten there for a lob. So it, it worked out, kind of like we drew it up. Yeah, it helps when you have you had six foot seven Tyus and you had six foot six Karsten, and you know, especially the Division Five level, that helps to have some uh, some some big bodies like that. Yes, that, normally we are running ten guys and uh, doing some run and jump and stuff like that with a bunch of guards and just chasing them down and chasing them down. And the, at the Division Five level, you have to coach to what your your personnel is, and so this year we got to run. Or that year, we got to run quite a bit of different things, and Jason brought in a lot of stuff as well. Oh, having some feed issues. Yeah, here. we got some feedback here, but uh, it's being worked on, so we're good. But yeah, the uh, you know it was a fun year. It was magical, magical no, season. It was unbelievable season, unbelievable game. What people forget is that uh, the very next play, Carson fouled a kid <laughs> trying to shoot a half court three. It's true. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is how we're going to lose. Yeah. This yep. Carson fouling. Yeah. I walk out to Carson, and, he, and I go, are you serious right now? And he goes, yeah, I got him pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you got to be kidding Hey, when he switched the first one, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was like, and then he just missed bad on the Then he missed two and three. And yeah, you know, he missed those bad. The, the funny thing is the whole practice before, Jason and I and the coaches were like, all right, we got to put in some in-game stuff. What do we do if we have two seconds left yeah. on the clock or one second, out of bounds, under the basket, full-length court stuff? We never went over, what do you do if you foul a guy with <laughs> 0.2 seconds left? And uh, uh, in our case, the guy made one out of three. He did yeah. what he needed to get into yeah. overtime. I'll give him that much. And that's what uh, Alfonso, the head coach at uh, Fowler, said. He goes, hey, he gave us a chance. And he's yeah. absolutely right. That's yeah. a heck of a coaching job to realize that, to say he gave us a chance to keep winning. And uh, – they, they made a second Hail Mary yeah. in the first overtime, and uh, we were able to pull it out in the second overtime. Well, luck, luckily for you, you mentioned Bryson was like one for 30, but he did heat up yes. yep. at the end there. So. Yep. And then what people forget, too, is uh, Carson was sick. Carson might have been the first person to ever have COVID in the Central Valley. Yes. Um, yeah, Agent Zero. <laughs> yeah. But remember, we had talked about limiting minutes for Carson just because he hadn't practiced and he looked – just did not look well. He was sleeping on the bleachers yes. during our practice the night, the day before. Yeah. So, no, there's a lot of credit out there. Orion was like 11 to 12 from the free throw line. Yes. Ty Kaufman played a heck of a game, and uh, yeah, our, kids our bench big. came through as well too. Kids so. played well, man. They they ro they rose to the occasion. But it was uh, yeah, absolute fun. 
absolutely fun season, magical season. Like John talked about earlier, just it's at the end of the day, you want to coach with people that you enjoy being around because the kids are going to come and go, but you're going to be around, you're going to be around those adults and, you know, and you're going to be in the trenches with them and, you know, you got to have fun. You got to be able to laugh at those moments when they are you <laughs> just, you're like, what are we doing? Well, in full circle moment here, here we are talking about it on 1430 ESPN. That game was actually broadcast on ESPN, too, at 1430. Yeah, Paul, uh, Paul Leffler did that one. Paul Leffler was live on the air calling the game for us. and uh, I've actually gone back and matched up him over yeah. the top of the huddle one, and that was pretty cool to oh, hear his voice cool. over the top of the huddle one, and that was pretty cool, pretty special to hear him talking about it, although much like this show, I got called Mike most of the time. <laughs> okay. So just, just saying. What is the is, – would you rather be called Mike, Joey, or Aaron? <laughs> What's the worst one? Well, Mike's nine years older than me. Okay. And I would walk into a gym at Hoover High, and the guy go, "Hey, what's up, Mike?" I'm like, "Dude, he's like a decade older than me. Do I yeah. do I look that old?" Or maybe he's just like the jumpers that pure. That's what I kept thinking it was. <laughs> and then they'd be like, "Hey, Aaron, how you doing?" I'd be like, yeah, "I don't play baseball." <laughs> like we're good. And they're like, "Oh, we know you're not Joey. You're too, you're not nice enough." So, <laughs> like, okay, I, I get it. We're, we're fine. <laughs> That's awesome. Now you. You mentioned, you know, you played high school basketball. You also went on and played at Masters. Yep. Was Mike's jersey retired already on the wall when you played there? No. No, it wasn't. So Mike, like I said, he was nine years older than me, and he's getting looks from all over the place. Um, when we were living in Chicago, he was getting letters from Bobby Knight. So even as a freshman, he was getting looked at as a potential recruit at the D1 level. When we moved out to Fresno, we actually attended Fresno Christian for a year. The head basketball coach, Scott Kalish from Fresno Christian, uh, played for my dad when my dad was actually California Coach of the Year for Cal High Sports and um, was the coach there. And so he heard that we were coming out and he goes, hey, why don't you guys come to Fresno Christian? So we were there for a year and my dad was looking for a job and he was actually out of work for quite some time. So uh, we ended up in the Hoover, uh, filtering into Hoover and Ron Moore and so then on to Masters. So Mike being nine years older, his jersey wasn't retired yet. And then Joe is five and a half years older than me. So the freshmen that came in when Joe was a senior were seniors when I came in. So they okay. all kind of knew like, oh, the Penberthy, this kid's going to be like the, this guy's going to come in and be an All-American like Mike was. Mike was runner-up for player of the year. Joe was an All-American, first-team All-American. And I'm a completely different player than those guys. Um, I was the one that was just do whatever it takes to win. And I was one that actually, believe it or not, played defense. <laughs> and people are like, where would you learn how to play defense? I was like, I had to guard Mike and Joe and Aaron. Like, you play a guy that could play in the league, you better know how to play defense. Yeah. And when we go play pickup ball, I never got to shoot. <laughs> it was like, give the ball to Mike. All right, give it to Joe. All right, give it to Aaron. Oh, John, you're playing? Yeah, go guard him. <laughs> so uh, that was a lot of fun. Here I am, 10, 11 years old, playing pickup games with my brothers, and they're all college-level players, and I'm 11, 12 years old. So I had to learn really fast to give the ball out, get it out of your hands really quick, yeah. and, and let them go do everything and go play defense. So that's what I did at Hoover. That's awesome. I love hearing those stories like that. But, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more next about your AD career, mm -hmm. and uh, there's been a change this year in the section and the way playoffs are done. So you know we're gonna get into that here and see how that affects uh, you specifically. But first we're gonna get to another commercial break. So 
we'll stay tuned. We'll get right back into this conversation. But you're listening to Off the Bench on 1430, Fresno's Sports Leader. Great conversations, great guests. Off the Bench starts now. Welcome back to 1430 Fresno ESPN. We're, uh, we're live here at Fieldhouse Restaurants, northeast corner of Maple and Copper, out here in Clovis, right by Copper River. And, uh, man, this is the place to be. Come out here and get get a cold beer. Come out and come, come get some food. It's uh, Man, it's about, this is the place to be. Watch a game. So many TVs in here. We got the uh, looking around the room right now. We got the Notre Dame game going. We got, got the Alabama beatdown of Ole Miss. Yeah, and then there's some baseball going. Looks like the Giants are still winning. And, uh, man, just games everywhere right now. Yeah, Bama's up big right now. 35 nothing. So, yeah, but Jason and I, we're – Joined here uh, with Fresno Christian Athletic Director, John Penworthy. And, John, we, we, we touched on it briefly, but uh, there's been some changes in, this, in the CIF Central section this year. We have a new commissioner, Ryan Toss. Seems like he's doing a great job so far. He is. He's doing a great job. Yeah, I've uh, thoroughly, you know, I haven't had any direct interaction with him yet, but it seems like he's really putting the work in and uh, – you know, I've been able to interact with a few of his assistants and stuff mm-hmm. at matches and stuff, and man, they just seem to be really doing a great job. Uh, but there's a whole other side of it, and that's this new policy that they've put in this year, new new playoff format, and uh, been seeing a lot of mixed mixed reviews about it. So, you know, you're coming from the small school perspective. You got about what 220 kids in the whole in the high school or so. Yeah, and uh, just curious, you know what. What does this new playoff format mean for a small school? Well, let me, let me go back a little bit. This was actually voted on by the athletic directors hmm. and approved by them, and Ryan walked into this. Okay. So this was voted on back when, when Jim Crishlow was there, and it was, I believe if I remember right, brought up by one of the large school uh, leagues. So what happens is, is all the athletic directors get together in their league and they say, hey, let's bring this to the table and, and let's get a vote on this. And in this case, it was to essentially eliminate the divisions until after the season is over. And at that point, rank the schools one through, what is there, 150, 120 yep. schools in our, in our section. And we'll take the top ones and be in Division One, the next 16 in Division Two, all the way down until wherever they decide to stop them, which looks like Division Six. Football, they doing more than that? <laughs> I saw six. Okay. Yeah. I only read eight. I only read the eight-man side for football. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so Ryan walked into that. So this wasn't his policy. This wasn't his idea. This was brought to the board of managers by one of the leagues. And their idea behind it was, let's stop having schools dominate at one section. And in previous years, they tried to do away with that by moving schools up every year or two. If you won your division, you're going to move up. If you weren't doing so well, you could move down. Well, now what they do is they're just going to say, you know what? You're ranked 50th in the Valley. Looks like you're going to slide in as a a two seed in Division Four, or whatever it may be. Uh, The downside with that for me as a small school athletic director is you could be a large school and have a bad year and still be pretty good compared to small schools. Yeah, I don't know that most people realize the difference between a, a big school and then a, 
the talent level at a small school where you, you know even even a good small school team. Yeah, so we were talking about our basketball team from the 2019 season. Max Prep sent out an email to the coaches, and they ranked us 17th in the Valley. Yeah. There was no chance we were going to be the number one seed in Division Two and win a Valley championship that year. Jason, no, no, yeah. There's no chance. No, like um, we, like we played that year. We played uh, Sunnyside, who was a Division One team. Yep. We we won by 20. Like, yep. but you look at the we rest. We also played Fresno High and got destroyed by 30. Yeah. You know, so like that's it's just it's just different. Like yeah, you can't. It, yeah. It, another example of that is uh, the other year we went to Selland. We went as the 14 seed. We wouldn't even be in the playoffs. Yeah. As a 14 seed, we were six and 20. Granted, I went to Jason's tournament at Hoover and they utterly destroyed us <laughs> in, in the HIT. And so we played a tough schedule where now if you play too tough of a schedule, you won't get in any playoff level. If you play too easy of a schedule, you're going to be too high. You're going to be too high and you're going to get embarrassed. And so what I've done with my coaches is I've said, play a tougher schedule, put yourself in big tournaments so you could at least go up against them and see how you do. And a loss doesn't hurt you anymore. You just need to make sure you win league. You need to make sure you win against other Division Five schools so you you position yourself correctly. The frustrating thing is, if we go in and play too many big schools or too many schools that are historically better than us, we may have too many losses and not get into playoffs. And we could see schools that are traditionally two Division Two II and Three be in Division Five and take those playoff spots from small schools. You look at the the volleyball rankings the projections that literally just came out yesterday they have schools like mammoth and emmanuel christian and lone pine in division three volleyball oh i cannot wait to see buchanan or bowler have to travel six hours and play a volleyball game because that's what we're used to that's what we do you got to go all the way down to bakersfield circle around and go up the mountain and unfortunately the only thing that's going to change this is one of, when one of those big schools got to travel six hours for a baseball game, meaning they're leaving the day before yeah. or they're traveling in the snow to a, a football game or a, a volleyball game. And it's unfortunate. The vote went one way. It didn't go the way I wanted. The funny thing is I, I vote for all the private schools. I, I'm, the, I'm the voting spot for that. But I'm also in the ESL and I'm in the uh, WSL. I had to vote yes because the private school voted yes for this Thing. So okay. here I am sitting there voting yes and thinking this is the dumbest thing ever. But in the WSL and the ESL, which, other, which uh, the other leagues that I represent in, we voted no for. So all the leagues had to vote on it. It got out, outvoted to do this. I don't think it's a good idea. You're going to see a lot of large schools dropping down from traditional 1, 2, and 3 into that 4, 5 range. Well, even in these early, the early rankings that came out for football you mentioned, there's several Clovis schools no longer in Division One. No, so there were some down in Division Two and well, Three. Well, we already so. have schools that are that have three thousand kids that are in Division Three's division. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we got to be in Division Six soccer. Yeah, you know, and it's just it's and I they talk about it's supposed to be for the kids. It's this is not about kids. If this was really about really what you're doing is you're punishing those who don't work hard. I mean, you're. I mean, punishing those who work hard, and you're benefiting those who don't put Correct. the time in their yeah. programs. Because I can just show up if I'm coaching basketball. Just show up during the season, put absolutely no time in. If I'm at a D1 school or a Division two school, not be very good. We can go play against D4s, D5s, D6s, and we just have the talent 
to go win. Yeah, the size, the yeah. athleticism. Dude. We do the depth. Yep. Because, like, yep. at Fresno Christian, I would say our top five, our starting five, could compete with Division One, Division Two. Yeah. Yep. Most years. Do you know what I'm saying? When we won it, when we won it that year, our, yeah. our starting five was good enough to compete with a lot of those Division and, and One, we Division Two. We were young, but our six, seven, eight, nine. A lot of those kids probably wouldn't even been on those teams. They wouldn't even made a basketball team on Division One or Division Two. Yeah, they would have. They would have been there because they worked hard, but yeah. not because of skill. And, and they would have been there because they're they're great kids who work hard. Um, and, and that's what's frustrating is you're gonna look at a bracket this year, regardless of sport, and go, when did they turn into a Division Five program? And it's gonna take away from schools that are historically in the playoffs. There's going to be schools that do not have any playoff teams this year where historically they're a 5-6 seed in Division 5. And there's going to be schools you're going to look at it and go, you got 2,000 kids and you're in Division 6 volleyball? Like, sitting here as an athletic director, if you're a, a school with 2,000 kids and you got a bad program, and when I say bad program, one that's not competing at the level you should, it's probably because you turn over coaches every other year. Yeah. And they don't want to put the time in. And I get it. It's extremely hard to find a coach and keep a coach. And even at Fresno Christian, the school, the uh, sports that have done well historically at Fresno Christian are the ones where the coaches stayed more than two or three years. Yeah, you have continuity. Yeah. Our, our tennis program that you're a part of, we won a boys and girls Valley Championship. Yeah. Our soccer, girls soccer program has been a three or four straight Valley Championship games. Uh, our volleyball, te- our uh, volleyball team, We've started to turn, we started turning people over, but then we had Kit Maddox come in and solidify it. And he was up to, had us as a four seed. Um, softball, we didn't win a game for three years straight. We brought in a new coach. We were a four, three seed last year, yeah. three, four seed last year. And so as coaches stay, they build a program. The kids get to know them. They start going, hey, I like playing for this guy or this coach. And they want to start putting the time in. But when you're turning a coach over every other year, kids are going, eh, I'll rather just go not do anything. I, I don't want to go out there and not know what I'm getting into. And for us, that's been a big deal. Yeah, you mentioned, uh, you know, how you have to, how teams have to now try to schedule appropriately for this new playoff system, right? And uh, unfortunately, this fall season that we're in right now, it's still kind of an experiment, right? We don't exactly know how it's going to go. Yeah, no, and we don't. We... So I'm looking at it from, from my perspective with my team. We're going to end the year this year at – 16 and 1 at worst 15 and 2. And that's going to I'm a little worried that's going to put us, you know, in a very high division, but we didn't we didn't play anybody that in a high division to actually earn that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's a whole nother story cuz they have the UTR ranking. Yeah, tennis is a different world right which, now, but which needs to go away for a little bit and it needs to be reworked until they get it to be able to done yeah. done correctly. What's hard is with volleyball our volleyball team is, is pretty good, but their record doesn't show it. But at the same time, they've played five or six teams in Division One or two. Yeah. So that's six losses. Where if we would have played Division Four or five teams, we could have six more wins. So instead of being 10 and 14, we could be 16 and 10 and be in Division Four. And here we are going, I just hope we make playoffs. But the, so, the flip side is, had you racked up those easier wins – then all of a sudden you're getting put up in Division Three, Correct. And, and we're seeing that like with what I said with Lone Pine in Division Three is what they're projecting. And um, was it like a Mammoth or something like yeah. that? Those are traditional Division Five schools. And, and they're good Division Five. Frazier Mountain, another good Division Five program. 
when all of a sudden you're telling them go play Division Three against a school that is historically Division One, it's going to be 25-10, 25-10, 25-10. And you're going to see one of these years, maybe even this year, you're going to see a large school league win at Division One, two, three, or 4 and 5. They can send all five to yeah. and be the one seed and go, hey, we swept it. It's going, no, you stole it. You, you took it away from other from other divisions, from other schools that should have been in those Division 4 and 5. So I'm curious how it's going to work out. Like I said, it's going to take a large school having to travel six hours and go play one game. Well, you, you see that in the state level. Yeah, You've seen teams that have won so-called state championships or whatever and they're you know they're playing in division three or division four and you know they're usually a division one you know like they played playoffs in division one or playoffs in division two but they're going in the division three division four playoffs and they're playing against schools that with 500 kids and you know winning these so-called state championships and, and that's kind of what the section athletic directors were trying to do is trying to match it up to go hey let's kind of find out where they match up so that when we get into state we could show better at the state level well, you look at last year's state level all our small schools did better Fowler won it yep. Washington Union and uh, who'd they beat in the Washington they Union? played uh, they played another local school yeah. at, uh, Kingsburg. Kingsburg. Kingsburg Kingsburg yeah how many large schools have done really well at the state level recently in basketball specifically because that's what I follow most but just close West girls close West <laughs> girls but they even moved uh, Carruthers all the way up yeah. We aren't going to see another small school um, historically be good like Carruthers is, where they can dominate at a five level and, and slowly move up. Look at Dos Palos and Strathmore football. Dos Palos has historically had a great football program yeah. at the state level, too. Strathmore at the same thing. They're, you expect Dos Palos and Strathmore to go show out against at a Division two or three level? To me, it should be if you have a JV team, you can't move to past Division four. There's schools out there that don't have JV teams that they're going to bump up super high, and you're going, I only got 30 kids to draw from, yeah. and you're going to move me all the way up there? It's like, come on, guys. The common sense has gone gone away too far. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I mean, it, it's we knew coming in this year was going to be an experiment, but unfortunately I think we're, you know, we're weeks, months, just like a month into it, and the experiment doesn't seem to be working very well in my opinion. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, at, at the at the Clovis schools, it used to be we only played Division One. That'll be interesting to see how they change in the playoffs, though. But no, like in like I understand state playoffs, whatever. But their whole thing is they're going to go to playoffs, right? And like let's let's throw some we'll throw some track football teams out there, right? We have Clovis North. They did beat Clovis East. You have you know like but Clovis North predominantly has not been very good in football the last couple of years. They've had a rollover coaches, but all of a sudden now they could be in Division Two, II, Division Three football, and I guarantee you they are going to they're going to roll through those guys. They'll all roll right. through those teams. So here it is, Division One projections. Central, Buchanan, San Joaquin Memorial, Clovis, Liberty, out of Bakersfield, Garces, Hanford, and Bullard. I'm assuming that's got to be fairly accurate. I don't know if Hanford's yeah. that good in, in football or not. No, they're strong, yeah. But uh, at the next level, this is where it gets kind of kind of interesting. You're going to put Centennial, North, Frontier, Clovis East, Clovis West, Lemoore, Mission Prep, who, by the way, won an eight-man section championship just three years ago. Nice. And their running backs over at UCLA. Good job, Mission Prep, by the way. Sanger, Stockdale, Kingsburg, Bakersfield, St. Joe's, Bishop, Tulare Western, Wasco, and Washington Union. Okay. 
traditionally, Clovis schools have said, we're not going past Division One, or we're not going at all. Are you telling me now they're going to tell their parents, sorry, we're not going to playoffs anymore? You, yeah. think, you think the parents are going to go for that? It's weird seeing three Clovis schools in Division Two. Yeah. It, it is hard. I, I get it. We're trying to, to get as much parity as possible. But at some point, there has to be a level where they go, you got over 2,000 kids, you can't drop this low. Well, like you look back, what was it, a couple years ago, two years ago, Clovis hadn't won a football game. Like they had, like they weren't winning a like a like right. So you, they move all the way down to Division Five. You know, like you think about them playing against some of these other teams and yeah, go go play Strathmore at the Division Five level. It's it's not going to be a good a good game. And and are they going to put a banner up in the gym saying Division Five champions? We're all about hanging banners. <laughs> Those rings will look sick, saying Division 5 on the side of them when you have 2,500 kids. You just leave the division off. Okay, that's true. <laughs> I thought about it for mine. So. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Um, I may not be getting called to schedule games after this one. Either. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, – you mentioned it before. It's, this is not a uh, – it's not a Ryan Toss thing, right? He's, no. He's doing, a, he's doing a great job. I've personally loved – seeing Ryan Toss take over this, this section. He's a central guy. He yeah. came from from the central section, went out to Merced or something Sacramento, like that. I think, yeah. or something, yeah. And, and came back. So he has an understanding. And he, he keeps reminding us. He goes, you guys voted on it. I didn't. Yeah. And he's absolutely right. He's like, I, I'm here to make sure that, it, that everything's followed correctly. And uh, so he's he's got his work to do. we got to figure out a better way. I think, I'm hoping this is a one-and-done one type of deal. And if not, then these small schools have to schedule correctly and, and play enough big schools, play in the big tournaments, rack up a couple losses on purpose because you have to now so that you don't get moved up too high. And in football, that's hard because you lose one or two or three games. You could go from being a Division three to Division five in a heartbeat. Or if you go 10-0, and 0, all of a sudden you're like, hey, you look like a Division three school, and you're getting waxed in the first first round of playoffs when you may have been able to win a couple games that, that traditional. So I have, a, my, my, I have a question. What happens, like, for instance, we'll throw, like, we'll throw back, like, a Washington Union team, like, when they won those state championships or, like, the Hanford yeah. girls teams. And yeah. say all of a sudden you have a team, now all of a sudden they're predominantly Division Four, Division Three. They go into Division One. Yep. They get knocked out in the first round or the second round. They don't go to state playoffs then, huh? Nope. Nope. So you go teams that have opportunity to win state championships at their Division Four level, Division Three level. Now they don't even get an opportunity, so they can get moved up from three spots, three divisions, and you don't even get an opportunity to play state playoffs. No, no, and, and again, that, that's what's frustrating from a small school. My my basketball program, we've been to the state playoffs three out of the six years. Last year, it was a COVID year, so it's kind of like a don't want to take anything away from the teams that won it, but we, we were splitting kids. At, we, we had a kid that was playing four sports in one season. and uh, But we've, we've been to state playoffs three out of the six years. Now if I'm too good, we could get waxed out of the first round and not be in the playoffs uh, going forward or looking at a state playoff game. And if we're not good enough, we may be out altogether. Like I said, that year that we, we made a big run at the Division Five level and actually were ahead with a minute to go we wouldn't be in the playoffs, and that's what's frustrating. They'll, they'll move teams down far enough to fill the bracket and knock teams out yeah. that would have been in that, that slot. Yeah, it's interesting. It, I, I think the test case in the football world this year is probably going to be Strathmore. You know, they've, Dallas Palace. 
They've been winning. Strathmore has been winning state championships, valley championships, but doing it down at the Division Five, Division Six level. And I believe in the ver- in the rankings that came out, I think they were all the way up in like Division Three. Ooh. So. Yeah, right now in Division Three, there is uh, Los like Palos an- and Strathmore and Kalinga, all at the Division Three level. Okay. I think they had Strathmore as like an eight seed, I think, in Division Three. So. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, that's going to show you right there. Can a can a power powerhouse team from a from a Division Six program, you know, division, can they compete in Division Three? They're going to get yeah. they're going to likely get thrown into the fire. I, I hope they do well. Yeah. Personally, I hope they do well just because they're getting put into this position. And at the same time, I'm going. I I hope they don't. So we revote on this really soon. Yeah, so, they go, it's a darned if you do, darned if you don't. If they go up there and lose right away, it's just going to be. You know, you almost kind of took a, took another chance away from those kids. To, to they, they were competing at a state level. Yeah. No, they and won it. They've been winning at the state yeah. level. So, yeah. It, it, it's unfortunate. I, I, I think the idea behind it was was to get more of our, quote, unquote, our better teams at the state level so that we could put a team that might have been a, a Division two or three all the way down to five and, and compete. And we saw that uh, the year it was the Bakersfield yeah. school that won it. They beat Foothill. Uh, yeah, Foothill. They won the D5 state beat, championship in beat basketball. Beat Shasta, a school of like 500 yeah. schools, But they have, kids. they have over like 2,500 kids or something yeah. like that. And, and so from a school, small school perspective, they stole that from Shasta. No, yeah, they really do. 100, yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. Like that is a team that those 500 kids, that's a school that they may never get to that point ever again. Correct. And you stole that from that community. Yep. Yeah, and that, that's exactly right. They, they stole it from that community because those are kids that probably have been playing basketball since first and second grade. And yep. that coach came in, put camps together, and he's going, hey, I'm going to coach my son through, yep. and I'm going to work hard. And then they go, wait a minute, we're playing a, kid, a school against 2,500 kids? Like, I don't even get, get 500 at the school. Yep. I only got 12 basketball kids in my whole program. Mm-hmm. You guys got more basketball kids on your freshman team than I do in my whole school. Yeah, And, and that's where we get – get a little frustrated with it yeah. and like i said we're, we're gonna see it this year i'm hoping they look at it and go yeah that drive to mammoth sucks it's time to make a change yeah well it's definitely interesting we're gonna excited i'm excited to see how it plays out but i'm a little you know excited worried about it at the same time but you know it's, it's interesting to hear the small school perspective because i think too often we only look at it from the you know the clovis west perspective or the you know, Buchanan perspective, San Joaquin Memorial, that sort of thing. Hey, it, it works great for those schools. Yeah. It really does. And it's it a makes, win-win situation for them, no it, matter it what. It makes a lot of sense to be able to say, let's not let a powerhouse school stay in a division. Yeah. That's the whole point of this. Let, let's keep moving them up until they can win or until they don't win is really what it is. Let's move the small school up until they stop winning, and let's drop the big school down until they can win. Well, yeah, like you can have a bad – like I look at it my – like my high school, like my junior in high school, we were terrible. But I guarantee you, we would. We were in Division Three. Yeah, I remember we're, kicking your butt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We win it. You know, like <laughs> it's one of those things. Like it's just you're gonna the larger schools. It just favors them. They're gonna be able to succeed even when their teams aren't good. Yeah. You just didn't play enough defense in high school, Jason. I did not. No, he good, he guarded me. I stood in the corner. So he, he was a great great defensive player. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're. Uh... We're going to get to another break here, but uh, huge thanks to Mr. John Pemberthy for just coming by and chatting some uh, some prep sports a little bit with us. We're uh, you know we're in the next hour here. We're still on the, still going to be on the air. We're going to 
go but go to a bigger school. We're going to talk to some uh, some Central Grizzlies folks. So yes, yeah, I'm curious to hear what they have to say about this playoff thing yeah. because they're going to have a t- completely different standpoint exactly. on it, and and their points are just as valid. Yeah, and so it's not that I'm, I'm right. I'm 100 sure they really have maybe have no idea because yeah. they know they're going to be in the top division <laughs> and. Maybe well, not their swimming or their diving team. And yeah. they, they might not know anybody on their swimming or diving team. Yeah, <laughs> I think when I was at Hoover, our, our football coach was the dive coach, too. Okay. Well, we're going to hear it. We're going we're gonna to get to another break here. So, once again, huge thanks to Mr. John Pemberthy. And, uh, thanks for having me on. You're here. listening to uh, Off the Bench right here on 1430 Fresno Sports Theater. Great conversations. The NBA draft was a couple months ago, and as soon as it ended, I was like, finally, it's Jalen season. You know, March Madness, you have men's and women's tournaments, chaotic craziness. Fresno State had that big win against Missouri. Anytime you can get those type of wins, it's great for the program. Down 20 points to come back and win that game. Great guests. Featuring Mr. Bernard Berry. The local legend, Mr. Craig Campbell over at Clovis West. Off the bench starts now. All right, welcome back to Off the Bench, your favorite podcast turned radio show, as I like to say. We're down here at uh, at Fieldhouse Restaurant, northeast corner of Maple and Copper, and uh, man, we're having a good time down here. We just got to ch- sit down and chat with Mr. John Pemberthy, the athletic director over at Fresno Christian High, and uh, just got to hear, you know, you know, life of a life of a small school AD there. So, you know, it's a good time. Got to reminisce a little bit. You uh, you spent some time um, coaching with him, and uh, you got you just won a Valley Championship together. Yes, yes. So yeah, it's always fun. And if it wasn't for uh, John Pemberthy, we probably uh, would never have got this thing going. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, you uh, you spent some time coaching with him, and that's how you and I met, which eventually turned into this radio show and yes. podcast. So once again, if you don't already know, we are a podcast called Off the Bench. And uh, you can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, you know, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Just search for us off the bench. Nice orange logo there. And uh, speaking of orange. Yes. Got some uh, Central Grizzlies in the house coming off a big night. You guys uh, you guys had a nice one last night. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was the difficult one. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you guys were a little hyped going into that game last night, right? Yeah, yeah. we were. It was – I'm going to guess coming in for the, you know, all the prep for this season, there was probably two nights circled on the schedule, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, first, let's introduce yourselves. Uh, Jeremiah Shelton. Uh, and I'm Caleb Shelton. Okay, so who's older? Because you guys are twins. Yeah. Who's the older twin? I am, Jeremiah. How many minutes? One. One. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Jeremiah, did you give Caleb a hard time because you are older? Yes, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does. That's all, awesome. Okay, so what positions do you guys play? Uh, I'm a defensive end. Okay. And I play outside linebacker. Okay, okay. What kind of scheme you guys run over okay. at Central? A 3-4. Okay, nice. Yeah. You guys like your uh, outside linebacker coach? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Heard right. that guy can be some problems at times. <laughs> sometimes. He, he likes sometimes. To a Heard he can cause some problems at times. You, uh, you, have a, you have a special relationship I with do. that man. I do. That's uh, Anthony Camarota. my brother-in-law. So he's the one who kind of helped us get this together. And I, I work in Clovis Unified, but I root for Central Football because that's where my brother-in-law coaches and family is family. So I've been following Central Football for quite a while now. And so you guys are both part of an unbelievable tradition. 
Yes, where right. all you guys know how to all you guys know is winning. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it feels unbelievable being on this team overall. That's when I came here. It was really fun to play with everybody. Like before, I'm trying to think. Like just like we we go back maybe like six seven years ago. Like Central Football is always they're very athletic. Yeah. They have the talent. They just can't get over the hump to win that championship. They were just shy every year. Yeah. Yeah. And now all you guys know is winning section championships. Yeah. yeah. It's the work effort we put in us. Uh, school practice and staying in the mindset. Yeah, we try to do our best out there and try to work, get through practice, work hard during practice and school. So did you guys always play defense when you guys were younger growing up? Did you guys – the positions you guys play now, is those always the positions you guys have played or uh, – No, I used to play linebacker and offensive line. I played both ways before when okay. I was I used to play defense end and wide receiver, so I used okay. to play both ways. That's a weird combination. D N <laughs> and receiver. Okay. Yeah. So who's the faster out of the two? He is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that why you're the outside linebacker? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. No. No. Uh, no delay there. He's just like, nope, not me. Not me. I'm okay. So here's one. who's the hardest hitter. Me. He I, is. I, he I, is. Oh. He okay. Is, yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you guys. Okay. So Clovis High, they were picked ahead of you guys in league. Yeah. Yes. One of us between us was always saying. That they were overhyped. Clovis uh, High was overrated. I'm also a Clovis High alum, so I graduated. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say this: the off the bench show has uh, has been maybe for a long, you know, all season long, kind of saying Clovis High was a little overhyped. Yes. Yeah. So now they're a good team. No, yeah. they're, they're very talented, great team. But I know from what Central does, knowing Biggs and knowing those guys over there, the work you guys put in. Yeah. So you guys have a uh, a motto this year. Oh yeah, we're, it's called uh, "We're coming for what's ours." Okay. Coming for what's ours. I love that. Yeah, I like it. I love that. So, you had a big win last night. You have a huge week this week. This is what everyone I I've been saying this is going to be the Valley Championship this, this game. This is the game. So, what is the mindset for this week? Cuz I know last time in the COVID year, I don't even do we put an asterisk next? Do you put an asterisk next to that? Do you guys put an asterisk next to that? Five games. Yeah. It was just yeah. not in the sea. it wasn't even like a season. It's like a spring ball. So, they beat you guys at Central, and I know uh, Central football players were not happy with that loss, but they were also not very happy how they celebrated. Buchanan celebrated oh, yeah. at your guys' place. So what is your guys' mindset coming in this week? I don't like to stay focused. Story. we got to stay focused and work hard. Just okay. making sure we push through everything for our scout offense and defense. we got to push through everything, trying to beat this team. Well, let's that, go back, let's go back a little. What did, what did Buchanan do? I don't even know the story. Uh, uh, so after the game, they went into our, the visitor locker room and smashed a pallet. All right. It was on social media. All right. It was all yeah. over. It blew up everywhere. Yeah. So there's uh, – it's it's a big rivalry. I don't yeah. think people realize, like, this is the two best teams. They've been the two best teams of football for quite a while. And uh, it's – Well, and this game has already happened in the Valley Championship several times. Yes. I yes. mean, Ooh, yeah. Kendall Milton, I mean, there's been – there's been it's happened several times, so. Yeah, and it's probably going to happen again. This is – like, you guys are probably – you know, like, that's probably your mindset, too, is you're yeah. probably going to see Clovis High again, right? You're yes. probably going to see Buchanan again. Even no matter what happens after this, you're probably going to see them down the road anyways. Yeah. yeah. Remember, we're going we're to try to win to see them in playoffs. Yeah. Because it's better, it's better to play at home than having to go on the road. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> really well, especially when you got that big old nice stadium out yes. of Central. You guys yeah. got quite the place to play. I, yeah. I love playing on that field. It's, yeah. it's the feeling. From yeah. do, you, do you prefer playing on the turf or do you prefer playing on natural grass? Turf. I like turf. Okay. Turf. 
You're still young. It doesn't hurt the body. <laughs> yeah, right. When you start getting older, that turf starts hurting. Yeah, it <laughs> it's home, though. You know, it's, it's their home. It's, yes. gotta, we love the turf. Yeah. So, right, we always talk in football, line of scrimmage, important. You guys have, right, it's – you guys are the ones who are going to have to hold that line of scrimmage, right? It's – what do you – because Buchanan, they love to run the ball. Yeah. What do You know, like – Got to how outside linebackers, Dean. You got the outside containment and stuff. So, what do we got to do to make sure uh, Central comes out on top? Uh, we got to be physical up front, trying to hold their line in place, make sure that running back does he, he has to find his way outside. And if he's trying to find his way outside, we're going to try to keep him contained, make sure he goes back inside to our linebacker, middle linebackers, and our defensive ends. Nice. I'm. A, I'm. A, yeah. I'm super excited for this game because. First of all, you know, football games were won in the trenches. That's right. And we got the guys who are going to pretty much dictate how that game goes. Yeah, so, yeah. I imagine there's – There's going to be a lot of stuff going on in the trenches. <laughs> it's going to get physical. First of all, where is where is this game this week? Thursday. At Buchanan. At Buchanan. Okay. Yeah. Memorial Stadium. That's right. the thing I, I – that's the one thing I, I hate about that sucks is that – The Thursday night. Well, Central – if they play a Clovis school at a Clovis school, their game's always on a Thursday. Hmm. It's always on a Thursday. Like, Central always gets a short end of the stick when it comes to, like, football. Like, this game, like, what they should have done is move this game to Saturday. If you're not going to play it on a Friday because you have the stadiums are getting built. It's not or, like nobody knew this was going to be a big game. No, that's what I'm game. saying. This is, this is the game everyone has been talking yeah. about, right? You guys, oh, I yeah. imagine yeah. spring ball, summer ball, this is the game yeah, you guys been, have been talking about. We've been pushing to this game for so long to get payback for what they did. Yeah, we've been practicing a lot really hard because of what they did in the locker room and just what happened on that field. You know, yeah, like, you just got to get the win back, right? Yep. Yeah. And I imagine, you know, the two-a-days, and you're right, you're in that hot summer because it's Fresno. Those summers oh, yeah. are hot. Yeah. I don't know how you all do that on the pads and stuff. I played basketball. I like <laughs> it because it's indoors. <laughs> but, right, like, it has to be worth something, right? Those two-a-days, the sweats, and coaches yelling at you and – Getting on you guys, like it has to be worth it. Yeah, we have to focus up and put our hearts out there, like how they did over the summer and spring. So, what are you guys? You guys are both seniors. I'm a senior. I'm a junior. Oh, wait, wait. So you guys are twins, but one's different yeah. grades. Oh, yes. that is kind of cool. <laughs> that is cool. Okay. So, all right. So you played in the state championship game, then. Yes. How was that like playing in the state championship game? It was fun, honestly. Getting the experience from actually playing a state caliber team, like. Sierra Canyon, they had some guys on that team. Oh, it was just fun being able to run around with the field, on the field with those guys. That's awesome. So were you then on? So were you on the freshman team then, or no, I or JV? The, I was on JV's team. Okay. Then I got brought up during playoffs. So, so did you get to play in that game too? Uh, I, I went in from for kickoff, got a tackle. Hey, you were in. You were yeah. in. You were in. <laughs> so okay. So what is that like? Both of you guys won a state championship. You guys played on the same field together, right? Yeah, you went yeah. into like what is that like? Uh, it was fun. It was really fun. When he made the tackle on kickoff, I was the first one down there to celebrate. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. He's, yeah. Even when I got that block punt, he was there. He was the first one there. Okay, let's talk about the block punt because <laughs> that is a huge, huge thing. Because without that block punt, maybe game goes a little differently. Yeah. Yeah. So what was was it was it was it always going to be block punt? Was that the call? We're going for the block, or is it just you were able to find a crease and? It was. We were supposed to just make sure he punt it. But he dropped it, so I just went straight to the ball. Then it hit my helmet. That's why it bounced so hard <laughs> off the ground. So what is your – okay, when you see him bobbling it, like is it like, hey, I'm going to try to go for the football, or are you like, I'm just going to crack him as hard as I can? Both. <laughs> <I'm> both. <laughs> yeah. He has the ball, so I go for both. 
Okay. Okay, so that's awesome. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out because I've talked with my brother-in-law. Somebody had it like open. One of you two have the big open field tackle. He did. Uh, I did. Fred is the screen. Yeah. Yes, and you're the only one out there, right? So yeah. if you don't make that tackle, it's probably a house call. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So what is your mindset when it's it's a screen, you're just out there by yourself, like, I got to make this tackle? Like, is it any means necessary? or No, it's just process because they had no wide receivers on that side. And he rolled out, and the running back came my way. Then two linemen pulled, so I was going downhill at the running back because I seen him right there. And two linemen coming towards me, so I had to go slip by him and go hit him. That's a big play. That's a huge play. That's awesome. Big play, man. That's awesome. So what are your guys' ambitions after uh, Central? Uh, Hopefully go to college and play football. Do you have a preference or? Uh, No, not really. I just want to play football. Yeah. Anywhere. Anybody that will let you suit up, right? Yep, pretty much. Do you have any looks or is there any, like, discussions about Uh, that? Not yet. No, okay. Get yeah. Yeah. So do you? Okay. So if you don't, are you? So you have a plan for like going like a junior college or? Yeah, Fresno Community or. Okay. Uh, the uh, CSC COS. Okay, college Coyotes. Yeah. You like the orange, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Now, I, I'm just curious. You guys played in that state title game, Sierra Canyon, right? Kind of a big name school. Yeah. yeah. Was what was the environment like? Like. Could you tell immediately, like, this feels different? Yeah, because yeah. when we were in the locker room, like, we could just hear that, like, we hear how high they are. Yeah. So we had to come out swinging the first play, trying to make sure they don't get on their feet, trying yeah. to play with us. That's cool, man. Who has – okay, like, so Jeremiah, right? Yes. You, have, you, Caleb, said you're the harder hitter. Yeah. But who has, like, the best highlights? Who has the best, like, the highlight hit and all that? Me. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Okay. okay. He's a year older, though. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got that one minute. The one minute. The one minute. The one minute. He's got more, more, more years under his belt there. Okay, yeah. so did you guys always play Pop Warner, like, football growing up? And Yeah, we've always played together. Yeah, we've always played together. Only year we didn't play together was mi- middle, middle school. school. Okay. And then my freshman year until I got brought up to varsity. Okay, so what middle school did you guys go to? Uh, we went to Tanaya. Oh. oh. Yeah. 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 Oh. Tanaya, that is not a Central Unified school. That's not. No, that's a Fresno Unified. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, was it always planning on going to Central? Was it? Uh, I no. I don't know if Donnie a is listening to this. Um, <laughs> no. You missed out, Donnie. You missed out. <laughs> uh, no. I went to the first Valley game. Uh, the, my first time ever going to Central game was my eighth grade year. Okay. So, I saw them play, and I liked the environment. I yeah. liked the environment there, but I still didn't decide where I was going. Okay. So then I went to the Valley game and saw, like, the mentality of everyone yeah. had. So I decided to go to Central. I uh, just followed. Okay. So was there ever, like, because he was at Central, was there ever any, like, you were going to go somewhere different? Or was like, I'm always just going to go where uh, we're going to play got, together? We're just going to go play together. Okay. So Coach, Coach Biggs played a role in this, right? Just the environment that he creates. Yeah. and Yeah. He made a great environment at Central yeah. for me. I mean, ever since he's been there, it's been getting better and better and better. Dude, just – just, Dude, they just win. That's all they do is win. Yeah. That's all they do. Like, you guys, like, literally, like, five, six years ago, Central was the team. Like, oh, can they get over the hump? And yeah. now all you guys do is win championships. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, but have you guys scored any touchdowns? Like, who's? Oh, yeah. I got yeah. one scoop and score versus Bakersfield. Then last night I got the block punt, yeah. so I got eight points on the season so there far. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I had a touchdown last year. Okay. It okay. was my last game. You ever let Biggs? you ever go to the offensive side? I'm just like, hey. Can we no. get some touches? Can we get some touches, Coach? No. no I don't do that. No. That's big. I, I wouldn't know what to do half the time. <laughs> so did you guys always – like, I, like right? Nobody – I don't think anybody ever as a little kid is like, 
I want to play DN. I want everyone looks at the you know like the quarterback. The, you know everyone who wants to score the touchdowns. Was your mindset like oh, I just want to hit somebody? Or? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Just hit someone and block. Most so, of the time, I wanted to play more. It's, I was going to protect the QB, so he has time to throw the ball. Yeah. Okay. On the defensive side, I always wanted to hit the QB. Okay. Yeah. What is it like in your household though? Because I, I imagine right your mom. <laughs> like I imagine you two probably. We're always I'm, butting heads. Yeah. yeah. We're all competitive. <laughs> And I imagine as little kids, you guys are probably just tackling each other oh, and just breaking time. things. And yeah, we always played sports in the backyard, just tackling okay. each other, smelly queer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was always like, so who would win those battles? Me. When I, when I was younger, I was the strongest one. Okay. Oh, so yeah. who's the strongest one now? Me still. Okay. Yeah. By by a lot? Like were we benching more? Like uh, a lot or? No, uh, it's it's getting there. He's almost okay. there to me. Yeah. Okay. He's close. He's okay. catching up. But yeah. that has to be fun though, because right, you always have each other. To yeah. work, to push each other, to motivate. You have that partner to work out with, right? Like, I imagine, you know, Jeremiah, could have, you know, one day Jeremiah was like, I don't feel like working out, but kids like, we got to go, or like vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Make each other better. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Pretty much. So what are you going to do when he graduates? Uh, it's going to be weird, but I'm ready, but I'm not because yeah. he is leaving. Well, he's the big man on campus. That yeah. <laughs> he's going to be the big senior. Yeah. <laughs> Nervous if he, when he does. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd be the one waking up early, have, helping him out, getting up in the morning. Yeah. So do you guys – I imagine you guys follow, like, Xavier Worthy, Ricky, Hunt, like all the central guys, right? Jalen Johnson's down, like, right? Like, I imagine you guys follow all them. And do you guys still – like, do they – I imagine they come back to center, right, and work out as well. And do you guys ever pick their brains on uh, – Yeah. Things? I asked a couple guys who went to Fresno City too. Yeah. Seeing mm-hmm. what that's like over there. And then, yeah, I've been asking – when every time I saw Jeremiah, I asked what the – uh, environment is over there. Have you guys? Do you guys go to a lot of like college? Like, do you are you guys able to go see like behind the scenes of like any like like you know college football programs or see like how you know the workouts or anything like that or? No, not really, because we're so focused on trying to get ourselves better yeah. at Central so far. So I have a my thing is like right receivers, quarterbacks, run like skilled positions. We'll call them the skilled yeah. positions, even though you guys are skilled. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want you guys beat me up now. Um, but right, you have the seven on seven passing league stuff like that. Yeah. So what do you guys do? Because like seven and seven passing league is important to get recruited and stuff. So what is like a DN and outside linebacker? What like how do you? Like, well, essential. We have our linebackers also do the seven on seven tournaments. Oh, okay. So, yeah. That's cool. But the but you don't play we, linebacker. No, <laughs> I don't. Mostly we work out. So okay. our coach, our D line coach at Central, he got us over the summer during the passing league. He'd always work us out in okay. Sand Pit or anywhere he could. Okay, and so like is that and like how? But like with like recruiting like college scouts, do they like do you guys film that? Do they send film? Like how does that like translate to help you like to get like scholarships and stuff? I honestly don't know that. Okay, part since yeah. I didn't really go to it. I was okay. focused on that part. No, yeah, I was just always wondering because like, you know like you always see like on ESPN they'll show the seven on seven passing tournaments and you see like the elite eleven like quarterback stuff and I was just wondering like you know like definitely seems like there's less opportunities. Yeah, for the I was guys. just wondering like yeah. is it is it harder? For that yeah. position or spot, but well, man, I think it's it's pretty cool. You guys are Central Grizzlies. The, the history there right now with the, with Coach Biggs' program, I mean, it's just legendary right now. So, yeah, got to be pretty cool playing in that and just seeing these dudes left and right every year go on to bigger and better things. And, yeah, it you is. Know, you guys are gonna be next. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little gonna, shocking. Yeah. First things first, though. Got to get got to get Buchanan on Friday yeah. nights. Yeah. Got to go take what's yours, right? Yeah. yeah that's all right. We're, we're trying to focus on Buchanan before pushing on to the others. That's awesome. Well, man, 
We're gonna we gotta get to a commercial break, but uh, man, thanks for coming in, guys. Yeah. So, sure. Love having you guys here. But Central good Grizzlies luck on Thursday. Yes. Thank, you. Thank you. Central Grizzlies in the house, man, down here at Fieldhouse Restaurant. But we're gonna get to another commercial break. You're listening to Off the Bench right here on 1430 ESPN, Fresno Sports Leader. Great conversations, great guests. Off the Bench starts now. All right, welcome back to Off the Bench. Welcome back to Off the Bench right here on 1430 Fresno. 1430 ESPN, Fresno Sports Leader. Man, we're having a good time today. We uh, got to chat some small sports Small sport, small school, high school sports with uh, John Pemberthy, which is always fun. Yes, he's uh, his name comes up in a lot of our episodes, so uh, that was a good time. And now we got we got Central the Central Grizzlies in the house. Yes, we just got done talking with uh, Jeremiah Shelton and Caleb Shelton, and now I don't want to butcher their names, so out of respect, I'm gonna say Gaines and Hunter. We got an outside. We have another outside linebacker DN combo. There we go. So you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yep, my name's uh, Marion Gainsmith, and I'm a running back and outside linebacker. Okay. And my name is Amarion Hunter. I'm a DN. Okay. Very nice. So that's a word combination, though, too. Outside linebacker and running back. Mm-hmm. What do you prefer? Running back. I was going to yeah, say, like, everyone <laughs> scores. Everyone <laughs> prefers scoring touchdowns. Yeah, it's a good, it's good stuff. Well, what's it like being a Central Grizzly, guys? There's been a lot. We were just talking with the Shelton guys. I mean, it. Been a lot of history there in the recent, you know, these recent years. A lot of winning. Yeah, it's Man, a great it's, experience. It's really, yeah, it's really dope and great experience. And, um, I just like the environment around here. Yeah. Bigs, yeah. Well, all you guys know is winning, right? Like, that's all. Like, all you guys have done is won section championships in your like. So, what grades are you guys in? I'm a senior. Very senior. senior. So, yeah, yeah that's. Well, we're not gonna count COVID. That's we'll put an asterisk next to that, but. All you guys have ever done is won section championships. All right, the teams you've ever seen in Central have all they've done is won section championships. It's quite the, it's quite the career. Whereas you know we were talking with the Shell Twins like before, maybe like six years ago, right before kind of Bigs took over. It was always the Central football teams. They've always had talented. You can go like the L.J. Moores and different guys like that. Even like with like they could never get over that hump. And now you guys are there, and it's just championship after championship, right? And we were kind of talking about you guys have a motto this year. What is your guys' yeah. motto? Coming for what is ours. Coming yep. for what yep. is ours. I love that. That is so – that is – so we kind of talked a little bit with um, the Shelton Twins about last year's Buchanan game because that's who you guys play this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they won at your guys' place. They celebrated a little differently in the locker room. True. So what is the mindset going into this week? Man, we're not even worried about last year. We just need to – um, cause last year we shot ourselves in the foot. We didn't really, uh, play our best game. And this week we need to, uh, just execute and not make those mental mistakes that we had. And I think we'll be good. Okay. So I have a question. Do you prefer, so you, you said you like scoring touchdowns more, but what's a better feeling when you score a touchdown or when you just absolutely crack someone? Cracking someone. I, I love <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so Hunter, so what is so you you've always have you always played DN? Did you play any other positions growing up, or is it always DN? Yeah, I played a lot of positions. Actually. Okay, uh, my freshman year, I played safety and receiver. Whoa! So how do you go from a safety receiver to DN? 
I didn't weigh as much as I did back then. Okay. So what? Okay. What do you weigh now? Uh, two thirty. Okay. What? What were you? Obviously, you weren't weighing two thirty then to play. It's like a buck seventy. Okay. You ever tell Biggs? Let me play a little. We'll play a little offense. Go back to receiver. Yeah, I play a tight end. Okay. On the heavy package. Okay. Oh. On tank. <laughs> Did ever throw you the ball? Not yet. Oh. <laughs> is that in the game plan for this week? Okay. Some things we can't talk about, Jason. Some yeah. things we can't talk about. That's awesome. Okay, so what, do you prefer scoring touchdowns? Because you don't. I like. You don't. I don't seem like you give very many opportunities. What do you prefer? Like cracking the quarterback, hitting the big yeah. hit or big hits i like big hits but before i used to be getting hit okay kind of grew out of that I like <laughs> give the hit not get yeah. it it's better to be the hitter than the hitty yeah that's right yeah <laughs> nobody likes to be the hitty all right so i was brought anthony my brother-in-law kind of told me this there's something you guys do you have a pre-game like ritual before the games and you call it like the circle of death which kind of scared yeah. me <laughs> um I would have sat out. I would have been like a kicker or punter. I was going to go help special teams. Um, but I guess all oh, they do have a – my bad. I saw a Kentucky game. I'm a huge Kentucky fan. We have a breakaway run right now. So, I apologize. <laughs> like, that's six. Get in the end zone. <laughs> Sorry. That's why you need um, to be down here at the field house. My bad. Um, so, circle of death, you guys are playing Edison and Stockton. And I guess you guys are doing a little pregame. And then all of a sudden, Edison and Stockton felt like they wanted to join. Yeah. Talk about that. Um, well, I just think they underestimated us. They thought we were punks or something, and that just got us pumped up. Me, I just felt like I had to remember where we were at. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we're not in Fresno. We're in Stockton. <laughs> yeah. A whole new environment. They, I, I'm going to guess they didn't realize what they were getting into with you guys coming in either, huh? They probably just thought you were some scrub out-of-town team. Yeah. Because yeah. that was a late that – was a, that game went down to the wire. Yeah. Um, they were ranked over us at first. I think that's why. They, um, Y'all took care of business, though. So I have a question. Yeah. Why do you? Why? Why do you guys like? Right before last year, or whatever. Like you got Central was always ranked really, really high. Everyone knew it was like Central top. You guys have one little slip up, right? Like they picked you guys yeah. to finish third in the track, which I feel like is extremely disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But why do you think people are sleeping on Central after? A weird COVID year, right, which you guys didn't know if you were going to have a season. You guys started practicing in the summer, didn't know if you were going to have a season. Then you were told you didn't have a season, not have a season. And then, right, you guys lose on a field goal, a last-second field goal, and then now all of a sudden it's just this disrespect, I would say. Why do you think this is going on? Oh Well, I just don't think people know what this team has in store uh, for this season, and they always compare us to other teams. The, like that one state in Valley, and we're just coming for what is ours. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess people they see all these athletes leaving, right? Like an Xavier yeah. Worthy, all these guys going to, on to bigger and better things, and they just think, well, Central, that's it now. Central, they got nothing left, yeah. right? They don't realize. Yeah, they jump to conclusions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't realize it doesn't matter where where Worthy goes or how many guys leave. There's more coming up. You just don't know their names yet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is after this season, right? You guys are both seniors. Mm-hmm. College, what's what's your plans for college? Um, I'm planning to attend a four-year and try to try to play football and also get my education in. Nice. What about you? Same like what he said. I'm planning to go to a four-year university and get my education as well. You want to play football there? Or? Yeah. Okay. 
So is that like is that your guys is obviously we're going to school you're gonna go to school like get your education mm-hmm. but like your goals you want to go to school where you can play football at right yeah. that's your both goals and so yeah are you gains are you wanting to play outside linebacker in college you want to play a little running back or just kind of wherever it's they yeah, I'll, wherever I'll fits play anywhere okay anywhere. what about you hunter you gonna go play a little tight end college yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll play wherever they want me as long as they let you play right yep. yeah whatever you can do to help the team win. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who – okay, let's talk about this year. We have any amazing highlights from this season? Uh, yeah, I got a pump block against okay. uh, Bakersfield drillers. Okay. Yeah, blocked it into the end zone and just fell on top of it and scored. Nice. Okay, so I have a question. We asked uh, the Sheltons, when you are about to block it, is your mindset like I'm going to try to get the ball, like I'm trying to tip the ball, or is it like I'm just going to hit this dude as hard as I can – like, what is, like, are you trying to, like, go for the block? Are you like, oh, I think I might be able to get him and just hit him without him kicking it? Like, what is your mindset there? I think I might be able to get to the ball. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I always say don't hit the, yeah. the punter. But, you know, you're like, mm, I think I can get there. <laughs> you know, you're like, mm, coach, I think I can get there. I think I can get him before he gets it off. Yeah. <laughs> so, both of you guys played for Coach Camarota. You got any embarrassing stories? Um... <laughs> No. It's not going to affect any playing time. It won't affect any playing time. It's too short. It's too short of a week. You're going to be fine. Jason's trying to get all the juice right now. You want to hear some embarrassing stories? I'm just kidding. kidding, kidding. <laughs> I, I want to hear, what, what's it like playing for Coach Biggs? I mean, the dude's established this program, right? We talk about how Central was the, the team that was almost over the hump, but then Biggs comes in, and it's almost immediate, man. The dude just wins. So what what yeah. what's it like playing for Coach Biggs? What what does he instill in you guys? It's amazing. Um, he's a great coach. He's a genius. Um, he knows what's best for this team, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows how to play his cards right. That's all I got to say. Okay. <laughs> so Thursday, Veterans Stadium. How hyped up are you two gonna be? Man, I'm I'm gonna be. I don't think anybody's going to be able to call me. Out of this, world. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, right? I mean, you guys had this, I would imagine, Thursday night was circled before the season even started, right? Yeah. yeah. So I imagine the motto is for this team, for this game. Yes. Take back what's yours, right? But at the same time, no matter what happens, you're probably going to see them again in the playoffs, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? It's the same thing like with Clovis High. You're probably going to have, you know, there's a good possibility you're going to see them down the road. So what is – what is that mindset, knowing that, okay, like, we're going to play them, win or lose, right? We, we're going to probably see them again, right? So is it just, mm-hmm. right, when I imagine, too, though, if you guys are up big, it's just leave no, absolutely no doubt, right? Like, you yes. guys ever, uh, you guys are younger, so I don't know, but you ever uh, Mighty Ducks? Mighty Ducks, old, old, old movie back in, like, mm-hmm. 90s. I'm aging myself. <laughs> but they, they had a team, a rival team, the Hawks. They had a motto. It's not worth winning if you can't win big. <laughs> so I have a question, like, if you can put it on them, you're going to go put it on them? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Make a statement, oh, right? Make a statement. Yes. You want to beat them so bad that they, yes. they lose faith in themselves come playoff time. Well, right? just send a message. Right? I imagine you want to send a message to the rest of the Valley too, right? Yes. Like, we are here. We are back. We never left. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we're just going to go get it. Yep. yep. Hunter, you're not a big talker, are you? Straight out of yeah, Coach Beeson. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah. He's getting there. So, That's, probably not a communications major in college? No. <laughs> More like engineer. Oh, biology. nice. Got a brain over here. I like okay. it. Okay. 
What about you, Gaines? What are you planning on doing for college? Like, what do you, you guys thought about, like, degrees or? Maybe kinesiology or okay. business. Um, my art teacher, she said I was good at art. Oh, she nice. said I should take that in college, but yeah. I don't know yet. What do you, like, draw, photography, paint? What? Draw. Okay. Yeah. Nice. There's probably nothing in life I'm worse at than drawing. <laughs> I am not. I'm pretty good. I was a pretty good photographer, believe it or not. I actually, like, in college, I, in high school, yeah. I was not bad. Uh, but drawing, terrible. Yeah, can't do um, it, man. Musically, it. have no musical genes in me, so that's <laughs> not good. Okay. So why, or do you like, like, marine, bio, like, you said marine biology, that's, you yeah. don't hear that very often. I like the ocean. Okay. I like animals in the ocean. I like all Okay. So, like, you said engineering. So, are you maybe a, com- a combination? Like, Shark Week? Like, build something to go in? Yeah, I would love to do that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I watch Shark Week for one reason. See who's going to get bit. <laughs> That's the only reason I watch Shark Week. It is fascinating, though. Yeah, man. This is a good time this afternoon, man. Yeah. I love Central Grizzlies in the house. You know, brought a crowd in here. It's a good time, man. I, I can't wait till Thursday night to see how this game no, it's, goes. It's, it's the game that everyone game has been year. talking about. Yeah. I've been telling, like, everyone's been talking about Clovis High. Everyone talked about Buchanan. And I've been telling people. I've been trying to stay on this podcast, this show. Do not sleep on Central. They are highly, highly motivated. And what I think a lot of people don't realize, like, right, last year for your guys' year, you guys actually took a break, right? Like, you guys actually stopped practicing for a while. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys didn't know if there was going to be a season. So, like, you guys stopped for a while. Then you Like, talk about that. Like, what is it, like, last year you guys are practicing, then you're, like, kind of said there's not going to be football, right? So you guys stopped practicing, stopped working out kind of as a team. What is like? What is your mindset with that? Me individually, I never stopped working out. Okay, I kept going and going because I was like, you never know what will happen yeah. next or if we'll be, we'll have a season. But I'm saying like you're not as a team. You know what I'm saying? As a team, you're not working out. Like really, like I'll be honest. My parents would tell me this. They would tell you on this. If I didn't have basketball in high school, I'm probably not going to class. Only time I was actually had good grades was during the basketball season. You know, so, like, that was my motivation. So, like, what is your mindset of – I don't know. He said something that's not on air, so we can't hear him. <laughs> um, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, knowing – like, you know, you're in school, like, all right. But, like, I imagine you guys love playing football, right? Football yeah, is, a yes. motiv- is a motivational factor. Yeah. So, what, probably your parents, too, yeah. getting on you. But, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, that mindset of, like, all right, now it's, it's a little different. Like, I'm just going to be – instead of a student athlete, I'm just – Possibly just me being a student. That make it tougher last year? Yes, that was way tougher. Um, we just had to fight through it. Um, uh, it was mentally tough for yeah. everyone. And some people actually lost motivation during the season. And it was bad. Hey, you know the great thing is, though? In the last, what, like five, six years, you guys have never lost a fall football game in the area? Because you ain't playing in the yeah. spring. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you can just tell teams that. Like, Because last year they lost in the spring. Yeah, spring games don't count. Spring, like, nobody cares about spring football. <laughs> like, think about it. Like, spring football, like, you know, when you guys are doing your two-a-days and after school for yeah. spring football, you got Biggs yelling at you. Yeah. You're like, man, wait till fall. Wait till season starts. <laughs> Biggs, calm it down, Kyle. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, we're going to get to one more commercial break here, but uh, we can't talk about since. All the Central Grizzlies here without getting a shout-out to my good friend Maisie Young out there in uh, Central Unified. So got to get that out there. But we're going to get to another break, and uh, you're listening to Off the Bench on 1430 ESPN, Fresno Sports Leader. Great conversations, great guests. 
Off the Bench starts now. All right. Welcome back to Off the Bench podcast turn radio show. We are uh, down here live at Fieldhouse Restaurant, northeast corner of First and, uh, not, excuse me, not First, Maple and Copper, just on the outside here of uh, the Copper River Country Club. And, man, if you guys are not down here on a Saturday afternoon, this is the place to be. Got the radio show going live. Got a nice little crowd in here. We got Central Grizzlies in the house tonight. And, uh, man, it's been a good time. Just just talking sports in here. It's what we do every Saturday. So if you haven't been down here and check it out yet, this is really the place to be on a Saturday. Uh, but we just actually learned that uh, we were talking to the Central Grizzlies. Some, we had several of the players in here. I think we had half the defense in here today, actually. Boy, I think they're starting at least – the starting DNs and yeah. the outside linebackers. So yeah, we were uh, they were the, they were the positions that matter. That's right. The, the guys that matter were here today. The and, ones who uh, can control the trenches. And this game's actually going to be live on uh, right here on fourteen thirty. Yeah, Thursday night. We've been talking a lot about it. It's the biggest game of the week, and uh, in some ways, it's the biggest game of the year. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, Central at Buchanan right here at right at Veterans Memorial yeah. Stadium Thursday night. And uh, if you can't get down there to the game, man, you can catch it right here on 1430 ESPN. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a battle, and Central has a motto, take back what's ours. Yeah. They, uh, they feel like they lost something a little bit last year, and uh, they're going to get it back this year. We'll see. Wow. Yeah. And we can, you know, kind of talked about it. They were finished third. They were, picked, picked, they were picked third to finish – yeah, picked to finish third in the track, um, which I thought was surprising. They've already proven that wrong. Yeah. They went, out, um, they went out last night, got a big win. Yeah, over, got a big uh, win with Clovis. And, you know, like, and I kind of talked about it a little bit. It's tough. Um, Central, obviously, in the track is the only school that's not a part of Clovis Unified. And so they actually, they don't, the benefits of, um, the benefits yeah. of not being in that district, they always play, when they play an away game, they always play on a Thursday night. Yeah, man, whoever makes that decision, this you could have predicted two years ago that this was going to be the game. Well, you could have predicted the last four years. It's true. That, you know, the, I can like, tell you right now, next year this is going to be the game. And that's why I, I feel like, if, you know, for this section, uh, Matt, I saw Matt Giordano last night talk about, you know, this, is, this game is great for, great for high school football, great for the section, great for the Valley. You know, it's, it's going to be a great game. But I feel like we know this played on a Saturday. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the game of the week. Why, you know, Thursday – I'm actually a little disappointed because I actually have to go to a PTC meeting at uh, Thursday night. So I don't, I'm going to try to get there as quickly as I can. But, um, but you know, play it on a Saturday. Let, you know, I, it'd probably everyone, everyone would go to that game. Yeah, seriously. You know, like it's, it would be standing room. It would be a great atmosphere for those kids on both sides. And it would be one of those experiences that they'll never forget. I mean, at least swap it and put it on Friday night and make that game yeah. go to Thursday night or something. But, yeah, it's – Either way, it's games going down this week, Thursday nights, and uh, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. I can't wait to see it. It's it's gonna be one of those games. It's it's the game that everybody's been waiting for all year long. So yeah, and you know we kind of talked a little bit. You said you didn't know, but yeah, Buchanan they won at Central last year on a late field goal. Yeah, there was uh, some extra co-curricular activities that happened in the locker room. Yeah, now that you mentioned that, I, I think I remember seeing that on social media. But yeah, they. Uh, Kind of destroyed a locker room a little bit. Well, it was like it was a pallet, wooden pallet yeah. they brought in. They they smashed. Um, but it's just it just adds more fuel to the fire. Yeah, it just adds more to that rivalry. And uh, you know, like everyone talks about, you know, Clovis Unified people talk about like Clovis West versus Clovis High, just different things like that. But I'm gonna tell you right now, in football, the best rivalry in that league is Central versus Buchanan. 
Because, you know, the la- it's been going on for, what, four years now, five years? These yeah. two teams have just been going at it. Games have been great. You know, like every game, every game they've played has been either for the league championship or the section championship. Yeah, I mean, you just look at the amount of just the players coming out of these programs, right? We've, we've talked a lot about Xavier Worthy. We had him on the show a couple yep. months ago. Um, but just all these dudes coming out of the central program. But you can't, you can't yeah. ignore what Buchanan's doing either. You have Jalen Cropper, who's, what he's doing at Fresno State. You have Kendall Milton, who just scored a touchdown yeah, in just today's for game. Georgia today. And they're beat down of uh, Arkansas. Yeah, I was actually, as a Kentucky fan, I was hoping Arkansas would win. Because if Kentucky <laughs> wins, they'd be first place in the SEC East. But that's all right. We're tied right now 7-7. But um, yeah, it's uh, I mean both teams just putting out incredible players. You mentioned yeah. Jalen Cropper. I mean, unbelievable kids now on the Bolitnikoff watch list, yeah. and I think he leads tied for the lead in the nation coming into yeah. today with for most touchdowns scored. But you have like Central, you have Hunter who's over at Cal. You have Big Ricky over at Cal, yeah. right? You have Trent who's just do it all Swiss Army knife at well, UC Davis. Is there anything that kid can't do? He's scoring on punt returns. Well, I'm telling you right now, if he was six foot, he would. He'd be absolutely at, be like he'd, he'd be, be at Alabama time, or something. Yeah, big you know, D1 school. But. Yeah. Sometimes we, we focus a little bit too much on that on He's that just height, a winner, but, you know. Yeah. Um, you have uh, Jameson Silver's at uh, Western Colorado. You know, like these, these, these programs are just – Hold on. Sh- shout out to Western Colorado. My man Jazz Baines Jazz out Baines. there doing big things. He, uh, we had him on the podcast if you want to go back and listen. But Jazz Baines is a Clovis High alum. And Fresno State alum. Yeah. And he's now the head coach out there at Western Colorado. They're undefeated. Well, yeah. And then also um, Jason James's son, Kyle Biggs' nephew. Yeah. He's over at Western Colorado. There you go. And this is what I love about the rivalry as well. So, like, you had DJ Stevenson, Deshaun Stevenson's son, who was at Buchanan, transferred to Central. Yeah. Then you also have uh, James. He was at Buchanan, transferred to Central. So you have, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have that, uh, add a little more to that, too, where you have kids kind of going. Yeah, definitely. And, but, no, yeah, it's uh, – I'm excited. Speaking of podcast connections here, you know who else is on this Central Grizzlies team? We had a – we did an episode with Mr. Noel Felix. Yes, his son. And Noe. his son's playing uh, – Noe's out there playing wide receiver yeah. for the Grizzlies. So, but, so uh, there's inside information with Noe. There, he, is, he is what uh, Adam Schefter is going to say questionable for right now for Thursday. Okay. So we don't know, but uh, – he might play, he might not. So we'll see how he goes. But yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's there's just unbelievable athletes on both sides. And if you aren't doing anything Thursday night, or if you want to watch, a, if you like high school football, I don't even know who's playing on NFL Thursday. I feel like they play just terrible teams are playing on yeah, NFL Thursday. But you need to go out to Veteran Stadium, watch this Buchanan Central game because it's going to be a flat out. It's going to be – it's probably going to be the game of the year. Yeah, and if you can't be there, again, catch it right here on 1430 yeah. ESPN. This is – you know, we, we got you covered. So it's going to be on the air if you can't get there. Even if you can be there, you know, tune in on your phone and listen to the yeah. game. Listen to the guys call the game there. But, uh, it's man, gonna it's – a physical, physical game. Yeah, I'm it's, excited. It's, it's the game we've all been waiting for. So, uh, yeah, good stuff there. And, uh, man, it's – it's been a fun show today. It really has. And what's funny is we talked about this morning or earlier. This show is not – this is not how it was supposed to go. We had a completely different show in mind yes. today. Uh, last things second, Last second plans. You know, yeah. you always have – you always got backup plans, things in, yes. uh, you know, in case you got a call on them. And, uh, you know, we, we thought we were going one way with the, with the yeah. show today, and uh, we went a different way. But and it, it worked been, out. It was yeah, a lot of fun. It's been absolutely amazing. And, you know, we've been kind of talking about, even on our podcast and everything else, we've been talking about this game and – to be able to have four central football players come out and join us here at Fieldhouse and talk about that game and 
you know, just talk about their seasons so far. It's, you know, give a shout-out to them for coming out and special thanks. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been good. And a huge thank you also to uh, to Mr. John Pemberthy coming yes. on with us, talking, giving us a small school perspective on, uh, you know, new CIF changes yeah. with the playoff format and whatnot. And uh, it's good to have John on. He, uh, he's he been he's taking a few jokes against him uh, and on the <laughs> podcast. We uh, – we love John, man. We we love that dude. He's a good good guy. And, no, I mean, uh, all fairness, you know, if it wasn't for John, like our relationship, we would have never met. And it's true. This would have never happened. So, you know, definitely John is probably, you know, John is one of the main reasons. He actually probably is the most important reason why we're even here. You, you guys should have worn your, uh, your championship rings today. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, huge thanks to John for coming in. And, uh, you know, at some point we might have another Penworthy on the show. We're working, yes. on, working on something there. So, uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's been a good time today. And like we said, we not only did we have John, but we had half the uh, half the starting defense from the Central Grizzlies. Yes. And, uh was going to make. Yeah, they're uh, they're ready. They're, they're uh, focused. Some somebody in this group that was here today, one of those four dudes is going to be a difference maker, the difference maker. I think they're all going to play a big role. But I don't know. I think one of these guys has it in them to uh, change the game this week. I'm, so. There are four defensive players, but I feel like one of them is going to score a touchdown. Oh, okay. Who's it going to be? I don't know. Who's do got the touchdown know. this week? I do not know. I feel like one of them is going to get a touchdown. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, be, uh, if it happens, I think it's because they were on the show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Well, you know, we are uh, just th- thankful you guys are listening. Once again, we're a podcast. You can find us on your favorite podcast app, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you go for that. You can catch us there and uh, look us up off the bench. And uh, if not there, we'll be back here next Saturday at, Clo- at Fieldhouse. So yes, good times. Always at Fieldhouse. This is the place to be every Saturday from 2 to 4. So, once again, thank you for this, uh, everybody for coming in for the show today, and uh, it's been a good one. You're listening to Off the Bench on 1430 ESPN, Fresno Sports Leader.